At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now buy any three cooler beverages and get 500 bonus Speedy Rewards points. Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dzinski, the Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor. I think I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Here in downtown Detroit City. How is everybody doing on this hump night, right? Is everybody humping or just sort of wishing they were humping? I, um, oh, I'm going to announce. Oh, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much to possibly new listeners out there. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show and um, the show. If you haven't heard numerous times, whatever, you the show is about you. It's to help you out there try to intensify, maybe intensify, it might be uh, too scary of a term, maybe enhance your relationship, your marriage, and also your own self. So it's also for the single people out there. And you can give me a call with any questions you have. Um, it could be relationship aspects, sexual aspects, grief, loss. Maybe you're having a hard time or having a friend, family member having a hard time going through um, a grief and loss situation or maybe you know, a sad, traumatic event, um, you know, maybe enduring, unfortunately, uh, a rape survivor or anything like that. Yes, I can be a smart ass, but I will never joke around about uh, traumatic experiences whatsoever. And grief and loss, it sucks, it hurts, okay? Talking about um, calling in, you can give me a call, 313-614-614. Nine four nine eight. With any questions you have, it does not have to relate to the subject matter of the show this evening. Okay, so I'm here to help. You can join me on the live chat too. Um, if the Facebook, hopefully the Facebook link 
projects are working. Uh, but you can join me on Spreaker, the Spreaker's app, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can join me in live chat on that. The Art of Relationships Radio Show Zone app on Google Play and iTunes uh, for Apple devices as well. Okay, you might have to do a search on the app. It might have to. You might have to do uh, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I um, for the Google Play. Uh, the find out of relationships uh, app on there. You can also listen, you can join me with the apps, what it does with Spreaker's app and my own, or the show's own app, I should say, is um, you can chat live with me as well, right? Listen to all the shows, whatever. You can also listen to the show live um, and also podcasts or recorded format on SoundCloud, on TuneIn, and of course, Podcast Detroit. And I want to give a shout out to uh, podcastdetroit.com. Make sure, you know, you go over there, check out all the shows as well. Besides mine, <laughs> it will be my Wednesday night show for a little bit. The live show is going to be simulcasted, if you will, Sunday night in the 9 to 11 time slot. Uh, Dave will be setting that up, uh, which is cool, and I appreciate because my schedule is going nuts and we'll f- work all that out. So make sure, huge, huge shout-out to Podcast Detroit. I'm still part of their family, and I'm very much uh, happy to be there as well. So check them out. Again, podcastdetroit.com. You can get a list of the show, show schedules, huge uh, mix of variety from you know music, music history, uh, of course, my show, the Art of Relationships radio show, anything about um, even MMX, boxing, everything else, uh, geek talk, IT talk, um, you know, video games. There's a bunch of stuff out there. Plus, you know, common interests, uh, stuff out there as well for everybody. So check them out. A lot of cool people, uh, funny people as well. So make sure you check out podcastdetroit.com. Now, give me a call, 313-614-9498. Give me a chat. Keep me awake, people. It is hump night. We are going to be talking about, and I was downstairs in in the bottom of the Penobscot building where my office is in Athens uh, Restaurant, giving them a plug. They need to start uh, maybe giving me free food or free beer. Ooh. Yes, they do serve alcohol. <laughs> um, down there, and they're talking about, you know, subject matter for the show and stuff, getting to know them pretty well, and they're pretty cool. So, you know, subject matter. One, want to talk about living together and also separate, to- well, maybe a separate topic altogether, and we can inter- interrelate those together about interracial dating. And there are some other things that we're going to talk about, too. And I just... It's one more day, too, for my book, okay? I know I'm jumping all over the place tonight. One more day for the ebook version. It is free. You can download it for free. You have one more day left um, on Amazon.com, of course, and it sees that total connection. 
the rest of the title subtitles off of there, but just search Seize That Total Connection. You can find it on Amazon uh, and download the ebook format for free. You do not have to have a Kindle device either. Kindle, Amazon has free Kindle readers and everything out there too, so you don't even need a Kindle device. Easy for me to say, but I don't even have a Kindle device, but they have uh, readers for phones that are free, free apps, Kindle readers, and for your PC and everything, which is pretty cool. So download it for free. You can still get the paperback. I'm still a huge, you know, book in the hand type of person. You can get the paperback version as well. And that's currently still, I have that for $3 off. Uh, the sale price or the retail price, maybe. <laughs> so you can get that copy as well. And if you are in the Metro Detroit area, I just set up, I know it's sort of late notice, on November 21st from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., I am doing a single seminar, right? Finding the relationship you desire common a single seminar so i'm going to talk about it's i got asked on facebook which was cool too is it for couples too it can be for couples there's going to be a lot of things that can relate to relationships and couples um you know what to look for holding on to yourself and maintaining your sense of self and working on self-esteem self-worth and those aspects but this is, it's going to be geared towards single people about maybe not selling themselves out, going with their gut instinct. And the a old age question, where do we find other single people? I'm, I'm sick of the bars, right? Sick of, you know, online dating sites, whatever. So I'm going to throw some cool ideas up there. And also it's going to help you be more comfortable with yourself in the dating realm, not selling yourself out. And also going with your... Um, gut instinct, because I don't want you getting hooked up with any tools or, do I say bitches? Maybe that's right, right? I'm all about good people trying to find each other and finding the love of their lifetime, right? Ooh. So, if you're in the Detroit area, check out my Facebook. That's Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And um, there's a link. It is going to be offered through Eventbrite Tickets, and you can check them out, too. And there's a link in my Facebook uh, Facebook pages, I would say, the Art of Relationships. You can find that as well. Now, enough of the broadcast, people. Let's get into it. Let's get into living together. Please, like I said, join me on the live chat I'd love to hear your questions, your feedback, maybe a few jokes, whatever. Greg, you're a dork, or maybe you're hot, sexy. What else? No. (laughs) Greg, your voice sucks for the radio. (gasps) And no, I have not been drinking at all today, okay? I have not. I know last Wednesday um, I got too socializing before the show, but... Um, about living together. What are some things? You know, how many people, most people now, right, they live together before they get married. And I was talking with the, you know, 
uh, waitresses, waiters, and stuff, and owner of Athens downstairs. <laughs> we're talking. He goes, Greg, man, <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'll let you handle this on the loan as we're talking with two other uh, uh, waitresses. Whatever <laughs> in there, I think he thought I was starting to get my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> but we're looking at, you know, what are, how many people live together? How many people would love to live together before you get married? And there's, you know, a lot of values, a lot of, you know, values, morals, issues going on. Maybe you're afraid what your family might think, what your friends might think. But I'm going to tell you, people, this is about your life, right? It was funny. It was before, um, oh, God, years and years ago when I was married. And, um, everybody knows I've been divorced forever. And, yeah, I'm a marriage uh, relationship therapist. Hilarious, right? What a hypocrite. But I'm actually not bad what I do. Anyways, you know, I remember my parents, because their beliefs, whatever, and all this stuff, Greg, if you live with somebody, we're not helping you out with the wedding, da-da-da-da-da, all this stuff. See, that was their belief. So if you move in together and da-da-da-da, we're not. So would I say, peace out. <laughs> I'm living with uh, whatever. Um, Bill boy, I probably should have listened to them. No. <laughs> it was just uh, the individual I was worth. Anyways, um. What are some things that you're going to look at before you live together, right? Oh, my God, we're going to live together. We're going to have sex every freaking morning, every freaking night, right? <laughs> what are, oh, boy, right? And there's women that want that, too. They just need to give me a call. At, no. <laughs> um, what are, you know, are there pros and cons living together? And what do you do not only living together is do you live together first you know most people look at it it is a trial run right maybe before marriage and i'm one um you know i work like i said i'm relate i always say i'm a relationship counselor whatever relationship marriage counselor to me i think you can be happy if you want to be married you can be happily married forever if you work together i think you can be happy together being without or you know, without being married too. It's all a matter of your choice. And it happens where the great divide is where one maybe wants to get married and the other one doesn't. And it's not always the men that don't want to get married. So, you know, a lot of people look at living together as a trial run, right? They look at it, oh yeah, that's a trial. If we don't, we move on and that's it. We're talking, you know, downstairs about this. Now, is it easy? If you live together, what happens? Um, you know, some of the cons, you live together. Say you move in with some, a girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, whatever, right? And now they have an apartment. They have a house, whatever. Now, do you say it doesn't work out? Now, where do you go? Do you go back moving in with your parents do you get your own place, your own apartment, and all this stuff? And what happens? Is it easy to kick you out? Ooh, or not, right? In the state of Michigan, if you're getting mail at that residence, you know what? They got to evict you, even though if you're not on uh, lease. And I'm not saying that's a healthy situation to be in, or nor do I advise it. But, you know, that is one fear we're talking about earlier today was can they just you know 
what happens? Oh, I'm done. I want to break up. <clears throat> and they kick you out. Get out. Where do you go? What do you? So that is, you know, one situation to look at. And I don't want to scare anybody. I'm all about living together um, before getting married or, you know, anything like that. I'm all about that. I have no problem with that uh, whatsoever I'm for it. And, you know, the against, I think, you know, a lot of gents, they say you can get more so comfortable. You might not work as hard because you're not married. I think that is um, a farce. I think that is crazy, whatever, too, because there's a lot of people, you know, you get married and what happens? You get lazy. And I've talked on numerous shows before about people getting lazy where, you know, being married, you, oh, we're married. Now I don't have to do anything, whatever. I already got the person. Now, if you live together, I, does that mean you're not going to work as hard either? Like, if you're married, I don't think so. I think both are the same and similar in that situation, okay? The pros, right? More pros might be you get to know each other, right? You get to know each other's bad habits, whatever. And if they're that bad, can you just leave? Eh, maybe. No, I'm always about promoting working issues out, working challenges out. If they have a habit that you can't stand, right, um, and I have none. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I have a few, but um, not that bad, I hope. You look at, you know, if they have a habit, can you work on them, whatever, and go out? Everybody says, right, marriage, right? It is more solid. It is more confirming and more of a commitment than just living together. Um, have you sort of looked at the divorce rates, people? It really is not that much of a commitment. There's more legal aspects to go through. Um, you know, maybe more legal aspects, financial aspects. Can you live together and have kids and all this stuff? Can they, you know, live together? And they was brought up about uh, Goldie Hong and, um, oh, crap. Now I can't think of his name now. Someone will jump up on text or uh, on the live chat, let me know. Uh, God, I can, I can picture him, but I can't even think of his name now. They've been, what, 40 years together and... Um, you know, happily. So I think you don't have to be married to be happy. But if that's what you want, I'm all about that. I want people happy. Now, going back to living together, yeah, do you find out ins and outs of what that person's really like, right? What about uh, people going to living together and just like marriage, right? Are there any Differences between being married and living together other than the legal aspects and the piece of paper. I'm not um, bashing marriage whatsoever. No, not at all. Um, I want you to look at, there's a more, I think, similarities than there are differences. You throw out the legal elements, right? The finances, the legal elements and all this stuff. There are more similarities about being married and living together, then there are actually separations or differences. So you need to look at, you know, the elements. You get to know somebody else, right? People look at it, it's a trial run, you can just leave. Most people living together, 
They move in together. They don't want that relationship to end. Just like when you get married, right? You don't want that to end, right? You might sit there, unless you're a gold digger, you can't wait till it ends, right? Or you're going to kill the wife, kill the husband, whatever, and then take the money if there is any money. So if people are looking for a sugar daddy and they're sort of looking at me, man, (laughs) I'm broke, so that ain't going to work. So, you know, do you look at it? Do you look at you're married and you have kids? Oh, the wife might want to stay at home. But can the girlfriend want to stay at home if that is a situation, if they want to? It doesn't matter. And I know I got couples, friends, whatever, that are not married. They live together. She might stay home. She might want to work. I'm all about women are going to bash me, but I'm all about women working as well, especially with the financial situation of this country in America as it is now, okay? Um, You look at the dynamics about living together, you find each other's idiosyncrasies, right? Can you do that? Do you do the same thing as being married? Absolutely. Do you talk about finances, right? Who pays for what? Yes, I'm all about equal rights, people. I'm all about people paying, you know, whatever equal share if possible. And I get one might not make as much whatever, but does that mean the one that makes more should pay more. Ooh, there's a lot of things to think about before you move in together, right? When you move in together, do you talk about, okay, are we going to have a party here, our friends over every weekend, every Friday night, every Saturday night? These are things that you talk about, and it, it cracks me up. Even when people go to get married, they don't talk about this stuff, about the expectations. You know, how are we going to handle this? Household chores, bills. How are we going to... Okay, if one, if you irritate the living hell out of me, how are we going to handle that? Am I going to bash, rip you apart, argue, fight, all this stuff, right? Is it any different than living together, being married, right? It's a very delicate balance. And like I said, I'm all about people being happy, being healthy. And those, you know, the situation going after what you want, what you love. Okay. So, you know, do you talk about those, the bills, the the chores, who's going to do what in the house? What happens if one of us, you know, lose our jobs? Oh my God. Right. How are we going to handle this situation? Is that any different than being married? No. Well, like I said, there are more similarities about living together and being married than there are differences. And a lot of people, a lot of religious aspects and everything and focus on the family, they're going to center on all this aspects. And does that mean you can't be a family if you're not married? I think that's a very prejudiced, very bias situation to look at. No, not at all, right? I think you can still be a family, by any means be a family, still be a mom, dad, and not be married. But, you know, that's a matter of choice and what you want in a situation, okay? Now, how many people out there, when you go to get married, and that's one thing, living together, the legal elements might not exist, right? Maybe you buy a house together. You can buy a house together not being married, right? Um, just like being married or getting an apartment, signing a lease together on a house, apartment, condo, whatever you want to move into. Um, 
Now, with the marriage, do you go into and do you get a prenup? Ooh. Would you get a prenuptial agreement? And I hear arguments left and right about prenups, right? Oh, my God. If you really love me, um, you wouldn't even ask me to get a prenup. Now, the other argument of that, right, tit for tat, we're going back and forth. Well, if you really love me, you'd sign a prenuptial agreement, right? Ah, no, I sign. Then you get the other. Go back and forth on prenups, right? That, uh, oh, that means we sign a prenup. We're already doomed for failure. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. No. And people, I think that's a mindset. And that might be more of a materialistic financial mindset. And that might tell you, right, about where that person what being married to that person means to you, right? Are they doing it just for financial security? Are they looking at it to being taken care of? And if you get divorced, they want to be taken care of still. Ooh, that's something to look at. When you're living together, you don't have those elements, okay? These are realities, people. I don't, people know me, I'm blunt. I, can, I don't BS that much. Uh, I joke around, but I don't BS when it comes about this. And these are, you know, my views. I'm not saying they're right, wrong. These are just, you know, things to get people thinking about and exploring within their own life and what is best for them and for their relationships, you know, and how how are they going to work in that situation, right? So, you know, the cons about living together before might be you might have Family pressures, right? They might, oh, my God, we can't talk to you. You're living in sin, whatever, right? Um, Yeah, I sound so thrilled about that. (laughs) Um, It could be, now, if you break up, where do you go? Do you just get thrown out on the street? Can you go back to your parents? Oh, boy. Uh, Sister, friend, can you crash with them for a little bit? Are you going to end up doing the same thing when you're married and going through a divorce? Probably, right? So, but living together, you know, you might not have legal rights to maybe the house or the situation. When you live together, we were talking about this downstairs uh, a couple hours ago, living, you know, is it easier just, you know, do you just get kicked out? I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to be on the forefront of your mind and looking at, oh, my God, I'm always got to be paranoid. Always, pre-. You can be smart, be prepared, right, without being paranoid and always sort of sabotaging the relationship or living together. Like I said, uh, numerous shows ago, and I say it, I want people to give 100% to the relationship but also give 100% to themselves. That means they're not going to be disrespected, treated like crap, and they're able to accept themselves and not be a doormat. And, you know, they have a voice. They like themselves. And the two go hand in hand and make a healthy relationship, okay? What about, you know, living together too? How many, when you go into it and you set up the dynamics, do you have delusions, (laughs) psychobabble term, delusions of grandeur and fantasies, just like you would when you're married, right? Oh, we're going to be able to handle anything that comes up. We're, you know what, if we fight, we're not going to fight that much. And if we do, you know what, we'll kiss and make up. Oh, my God, we'll have mad, passionate, freaking makeup sex, man. It'll be awesome. It'll be just phenomenal, right? Um, you look at these 
elements, these dynamics, and are you in a fantasy world about reality? What happens if this goes on? If we start feeling like we don't like each other, oh my God, like we're in a married, right? Is there any difference? Again, I want you to look at you know, living together versus mar- maybe I shouldn't say that living together or being married. Are there any differences other than the legal aspects? Yeah, the kids you all might have the same last name, right? Is that really a big deal? Now, again, I'm not. It's a question I'm throwing out there. I'm not saying it isn't a big deal. It's all about you and how you raise your kids. They can be healthy. They can have a mom. They can have a dad, right? When you get divorced, the mom might take back her maiden name again, and you're going to have different names anyway. So <laughs> what you look at those dynamics. I don't, I, I'm not saying you're going to get divorced. I don't want anyone to get divorced unless you're with someone that's abusive, uh, a chronic cheater and all that aspect, then that's your decision to stay. However, I want you to look at dynamics about living together and how you would handle situations. And I, I'd rather play devil's advocate and you getting at what to look for. Now, if we run into this problem, I mentioned a little bit ago, you know, if one of us loses our jobs, what are we, how are we going to handle it? Can we financially work together? You know, what happens? Um, one of us gets sick, what's going to happen, right? All these things people don't realize, even when you get married, these questions are not asked. They're like, they're not even thought about. You know, you get married, you might be in your mid, late 20s, early 20s even, and you're not even thinking about, you know, getting sick. What happens, heaven forbid, I say heaven forbid and I'm not religious, but go with me. You look at the dynamics, you know, if there's, you know, a car crash and you're disabled. I teach, you know, psychology of disability is one of the classes I'm teaching. And, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen. Or say there's, uh, you know, a very a chronic illness that comes up. How are you going to handle it? How are you going to, you assume, right? Do you ever talk about it? Do you assume, oh, your partner is always going to be there. You're going to be there for them, um, just like you would when you're married. When you live together, you need to talk about all these aspects and get them out, not just fantasy, not delusions of grandeurs, and sort of ignore the dynamics that, oh, we'll be able to handle anything, whatever. There's going to be some tug of wars going on that you might not be able to handle, okay? And I want you to talk about if the bad stuff happens, I don't want bad stuff. Again, yeah, Greg, he's, you know, marriage relationship therapist and all this stuff, and he's wanting bad stuff to happen. No, not at all. I play devil's advocate to make you more aware. And, you know, if something happens, you're more prepared to handle it as a team and be able to go with those aspects, okay, that you can be a team and work on them. And what happens if you find out your partner is emotionally unstable? They might be, hopefully find that out before they live together, but maybe they have a hard time with emotional intelligence, emotional security. There we go. They might freak out on every little thing, whatever. Are you? How are you going to handle that when you live together? Oh my God, I can't take this. And you're going to book uh, and that's where a lot of people look at 
the safety, right? The safety, the commitment about living together might not be as strong as being married, but I'm saying, is that really true? That's something to think about. And I want you to think about it. And I want you to hop on the live chat on the Spreaker app or the show's own app, or you can give me a call, 313-614-9498, people. And I am going to take the first break of the evening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'll be back in a few moments. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Daddy, who your daddy? Who your daddy? Come on, Baker. Tell me who your daddy is.
Everybody, welcome back. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Uh, first song was Rev Ride Time. Second one's by Skyway Traffic. Make sure you check them out on YouTube, Reverb Nation, and of course, Facebook as well. Welcome back. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. And I think this episode, trying to maybe freak people out and making people more scared about living together. No, not at all. Like I said, I want people to be aware and to be able to compose and go over, we live together, we can handle it, you know? We can handle it. What happens if we irritate us, right? Uh, as simple as the toilet paper, does it go under or over? Um, do you fold towels and quarters or... Trip or thirds, trifold, I don't know what they call that, whatever. You know, how do you, does it, do these things really matter to you or no? Or are you, are your partners, are they OCD about something where you don't care about something else? Do, how are you going to handle these aspects? And we talked about, you know, getting into delusional thought patterns like, oh, everything's going to be freaking unicorns and rainbows, right? And maybe not. Maybe the situation is going to come up and how are you going to handle it? Now, you can't, let's face it, it's impossible to come up with every freaking situation. And a lot of times I tell people, no matter, you know, when I do premarital counseling or, um, you know, maybe they just live together, whatever. I said, a lot of times you are not ready to live together or even being married 
until you're actually living it, until you're going through it, the emotional tug of wars and all that, and how do you handle those situations, right? A lot of people, I'm all about having a love of a lifetime and have, um, you know, that love, the passion lasts a lifetime. That's what my job is. That's what I try to promote in people and also maintain your sense of self while you have that love, you know, of a lifetime and going, okay? But being real about it, being genuine, being yourself. So what happens when, you know, all these delusions, you come up and they pop, right? They sort of, they pop and they blow up in your face. I never thought about this. I never thought. I thought we'd be able to handle this. Now, you know, you're living together. One of you has the flu and they're puking their guts out, how are you going to handle it? Maybe you're squeamish. Maybe it's like, oh, my God, I can't hold your hair back. Well, Greg, yeah, me. I have no hair, so you don't have to worry about holding it out of my face. (laughs) You know, if, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner or whatever, like I said, this all applies to both, you know, not only straight couples, but gay, lesbian couples as well. You know, I try to work it where it applies to relationships across the board. Young, old, doesn't matter. You know, we have different life experiences. And how are you going to blend living together? And I talked about this a long time ago about another show. You know, you have different backgrounds. You know, you're raised this way. He's raised this way. And can you blend them together or are they going to clash together? These are something that you want to look at, you know, and it could go parenting domains, whatever. And I've talked about this before, but living together, I want I came across a term, actually a very familiar term, and I freaking love it. It's the, an acronym for fear, right? Fear, insecurities, just fear, F-E-A-R, fear. And it was mentioned, I can't even remember who come up with this, but Fear, false evidence appearing real. How many people look at, you know, they sort of, uh, they have false evidence and it appears to be real. That you ignore maybe some bad stuff. You ignore maybe stuff that is going to drive you nuts when you live together, right? I want you to be able to deal with it before you move in together. And how do you handle it? And everybody says, right, you're so used to maybe ignoring the the slight things that maybe bug you or sort of drive you nuts. And you're, oh, it's okay. I love him. I love him. I love her. I love her. Whatever, right? And you sort of ignore it. And the only thing that changes is the tolerance as you go on. And that thing that you tend to ignore, all of a sudden it ends up being like a burr under your butt or like getting jabbed in the ribs, you know, with a spear or a knife. It hurts, right? So all of a sudden you have this or what happens if running into this a lot? Say you get married, right? Or you're living together, and your partner just freaking changes. Again, false evidence appearing real. And talking about being your true identity, your your full self, and what happens when you're in this situation and your partner automatically changes, right? You live together, and all of a sudden, right, the sex goes out the window. And I'm not talking just, you know, women doing this. Guys might do this, too. They might not be interested. They don't show you the attention that you want, that you used to get, and like, we live together, now I don't have to do this anymore, or 
getting married. And how do you handle that? And if that does happen, I would hope it doesn't. But if it does happen, what happens if maybe they're sort of putting a falsehood at first? And it could be a year, two years, you know, you move in, whatever it is, six months together. To me, I don't, I don't go with, you know, so much time frames, whatever. A lot of people do. You should do this, be together before you move in. There's a lot of yeah, yes and no's, pros and cons about everything. But when it comes down to it, it's about two people loving each other and working things out. The ability to work out challenges and issue, that is going to pave the way for a dynamic relationship, right? And I get the sex and the chemistry. That's crucial too. But how you handle situations, it's so crucial. So before you move in together, when you live together, you know, I want you to be able to talk about them so you can sort of break the ice. You're not walking on eggshells thinking, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, that it needs to be your own place. You're, you know, both your, I shouldn't say your own place, but it's your place together. And a lot of dynamics that you come in and how much does your partner, when you live together, say he or she had an apartment before you and you lived at home, right? You lived with your mom, that mom, dad, parents, whatever, grandma, whoever raised you. Or maybe you lived with friends and then you move in together, right? And what about um, how are you going to handle idiosyncrasies, meaning, you know, the differences, how you handle things? And I mentioned about. Uh, you know, your rules, how you live together, how, what are you going to handle? How are you going to balance everything? And I mentioned at the beginning of the shore about chores, laundry, that's a chore dishes. <laughs> um, and you're assuming they're going to do them and they don't, right? They're lived this way growing up and you're living this way and you're assuming which, you know, assuming they're going to take care of this because that's how I grew up. That's what my dad did. My mom did whatever, right? Or growing up in a single household, you're used to doing everything and you have someone that wants to help you out and maybe wants to help with dishes. And you're like, no, I got it. I got it. It drives you nuts because the way they do dishes or laundry, whatever, might be different than what you're used to. How are you going to handle these elements when you're living together? So why not talk about it? Why not um, deal with them, right, up front? It sounds so, oh, it's so stupid. We're talking about laundry or how we're going to do it. It's not stupid. Talk about it. You're going to know more about each other and to be able to, to handle those situations and you know work them out before you live together. The biggest issue that I think living together or being married is, and, you know, sadly, like I go back to that about the falsehood and changing when you live together, whatever, things change. Um, I don't want them to change. I don't want people to BS anybody, right? Oh, now I got them. And I, I, I could tell you freaking horror stories. Again, I'm not trying to scare people off about getting married or living together. I want you to be aware and be able to go with your gut instincts and wonder what's going on. And people, I've had people that had, Greg, I swear, I've had no clue. Everything was great. We move in together. Us and he's a control freak or she is. You know, I can't go out with friends or I can't sound like you're being parented, right? 
but they're mad. They don't want me going out anymore with friends. And I went out with friends before. They never had an issue. Now we're living together. They freaking want this. They want that. They're controlling. They're this. They're, and you're like, damn. They weren't like this before you move in together. How are you going to handle that situation? Will you bring it up to them? And, well, that caused a lot of fights. Or maybe, oh, I'm going to sell myself out. And, okay, we're living together. I shouldn't do this. I sh-. You start selling yourself out. You start sacrificing your sense of self. And yeah, resentment will set in. I want you to be able to handle this. Not And what do you do with it when someone flips a script and they end up turning into someone? As soon as you live together or be married, they flip that script. Would you say, peace out? Me? In that situation? You know what? Yeah, we need to talk. <laughs> I'm all about trying to work things out. But if it doesn't change or progress, right? You know what? You were this way. Now you're this way? Um, I would feel like I got lied to, that it's fraudulent, um, that they lied to me, that they're living, how they presented themselves as totally different than the reality of living together, or what is going on. If you live together and these situations occur, um, you know, they change. Is it maybe they're living together, they're scared to death, scared shitless, that it to lose that so they become more controlling more uneasy right there it's almost like you know when you love somebody fall in love with somebody you're almost afraid to lose them so you're so paranoid about that that you become more controlling e and this is not men women it's not a gender issue it's an individual issue both there's some women that do this some men do this you know would you be able to go after the insecurity or is it just they turn into a jerk because now we're living together and you're like, you know, my situation, if that happened, I'd be like, peace out, adios, right? Um, You presented this way, now you're not. And, you know, I'm all about working on what can I do to make you feel more secure if that's what's going on or this is just your true identity. And, I want you to think about that, and when you live, you know, move in together, if this happens, I don't want it to again. What, how are you going to handle that situation? And if there is, right, false evidence that appears to be real. They're this, they're this, they're, oh, great, great. You move in together, and all of a sudden they're controlling. They won't let you, they won't let you. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, they whine, complain whatever about you going out with a friend now and then like you used to right and you're like whatever what about how many people get into the situation where you feel that you should live alone Ooh, move out on your own before you move in with somebody how many people are in that realm too that you think that people should be out on their own before they ended up living with each other, or at least maybe living with a roommate, you know, maybe same-sex roommate, whatever, or, you know, friend situation. I shouldn't say, you know, I shouldn't say same-sex because for a lesbian and uh, gay community, but you look at, you know, that you live with somebody. How many people think it's a good idea that you do that? There's, I, I don't have any issue with that either, 
And does it teach you that to be able to live with someone? And some people, you know, when they go away to college and they're living in dorm rooms or an apartment, you're sort of used to living together and getting along with them. Do those people have it easier transitioning to moving in with a boyfriend or girlfriend or is it time, you know, is it, or is that just a farce and it's totally different when you're in a love relationship and living together, right? And staying with each other for overnight, a weekend, might be totally different when you're living with each other 24-7. And, you know, when you need space from one another, that's very healthy, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Now, it comes with, oh, my God, you don't want me. You don't love me. That doesn't mean that. How are you going to handle those elements and work together to say, no, it's, you know, I still love you. I just need to breathe. I need you know, some time alone. We all need that. And that's where your total, you know, level of self-worth, self-concept and self-esteem comes from that. You're confident. You know that. Yeah, it's okay. They can have, you know, time alone. I want time alone too. I'm okay. I know they still love me and I know I still love them. It doesn't mean anything. Um, But when the insecurities come, again, come back, you know, living together, even people in just dating relationships, they're afraid to lose it, so they try to grasp it. They try to hold on so tight, it creates claustrophobia, and you're like, oh, oh, no, right? So you need to be able to talk and work through those elements, or you might want to just say, you know what? You've changed, and there's, I don't, I talked to you, you know, we talked about it. I'm here for you. I want to, but you're still whatever. Now do you peace out? Or if you're married, do you get a divorce? And how many people view that? Oh, my God, I can't. I'm going to be miserable because I can't get a divorce because that means I'm a failure. (gasps) I only wanted to get married once. I think most people only want to get married once. And you get in those elements to where, you know, living together in marriage, it's a, is it still a huge commitment? Absolutely. Should it be? I'm all about that, right? And how do you work through the hard issues and be able to do that? So you sort of get rid of resentment. You don't let resentment um, build up and kill the relationship. So you're able to talk about anything. And I do advise before you live together, you're able to talk about anything. That means there's no taboo topics. People listen to the show have heard me say this left and right about taboo topics. There shouldn't be any. I want you to be able to look at the dynamics and the elements to where if you feel like you have to walk around eggshells to a given area, right? It could be sex, finances. It could be um, parenting domains. Throw it out there. I mean, there could be anything out there. If you feel like you have to walk around eggshells or you're afraid to bring up a certain topic, if there's an issue or you want to talk about it and they just don't want to talk about it or they, it turns into an argument all the time. um, You know what? That might tell me. You can do whatever you want to do, but that might tell me, you know what, you probably shouldn't be moving in together until those issues 
are resolved or you're in agreement. You just agree to disagree the old adage about that, right? But, you know, if you feel like you have to walk around eggshells about a given topic, that tells me you need to rethink about moving in together or even, oh my, you know, <laughs> def, you know, moving in together or getting married. If you feel like, oh, we can't talk about this, I, I need to walk on eggshells. I can't bring this up. It's going to piss her off or piss him off, hurt her feelings, hurt his feelings. Um, that tells, I don't want you intentionally to hurt each other's feelings or piss each other off. I want you to be able to say, hey, this bothers me. I want to be able to talk about it. And do you want a partner that's going to be able to talk about it with you, right? So if you are uneasy, Walking on eggshells. Oh, my God, I'm going to sweep this under the rug or it's going to create an argument. I can't bring it up. You're going to suffer and resentment's going to build up. I can almost guarantee it, people. So you, if you're in that situation, you're thinking about moving in together, I'm telling you to put on the brakes and work on those issues before you move in together because it's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the ass, okay, where you get pissed off, resentful, and it's going to cause further problems coming in. Or, you know, it could be a year down the road, two, three, five years, but it's going to come back and rear its ugly head again. So if you're already walking around eggshells, that's one thing I can highly promote. I would tell you professionally, personally, that you know what, you should not move in together, okay? You need to iron out all these elements before you do this. Now, you know, we're talking, you know, earlier about formalities, you know, um, formalities, that sounds so formal, and that's not me. But, you know, is there a process that should be going on before you move in together? You know, you talk about the courtship, the dating, you know, do you date whatever. And, you know, you need to be committed. You know, when you date, how do you know this situation without verbalizing, you know, that you're committed, right? One person might think you're committed. The other one might not think you're committed and they date other people and they're like, oh, we never talked about it. I thought you need to talk about just like living together. You know what? I would love us to live together. You know, can we move towards that way? Would you like that? Would you love us? Where do we have to be Maybe to be strong enough to live together, what issues do we have to work on um, so we don't have that, you know, huge chip on our shoulder, sort of speak, or relationship chip on our shoulder, the eggshells going on. We can work on those. So maybe we want to live together. That's what we want. But maybe we're not ready now. That doesn't mean I don't love you, don't, whatever. Um, I, so many people, they might live together thinking that it's not a big deal. It's going to go away. You'll grow together. I'm all about growing together and evolving as people, but I'd rather have you do it before you live together, right? I'd rather have you more of a full person and more confident of a person to be able to not walk on eggshells and be compassionate with each other's issues instead of blowing up and sort of ignoring issues that are going on, thinking, oh, we live together, they're going to be gone. No, they're going to wear their ugly heads, okay? So I don't 
want you in that situation. I want you happy, healthy. I want you loving each other for a freaking lifetime. Oh, my God. That's what I think most of us want, right? Well, maybe not everybody. I said most. So I want you to be able to look at those elements um, before you live together, okay? So I'm going to take another little breather, and I will be back in a few minutes. This is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure you jot my number down for after the break. Give me a call, 313-614-9498, okay? Uh, Give me a shout, and you join me on live chat at the show's own app for Android Apple devices and also at Spreaker.com. Uh, you can join me in a live chat. I'd love to hear your comments, insights, or if you think the radio show sucks, I'm all about constructive criticism and trying to get better and improve and be more helpful to listeners out there, okay? Well, anyways, I am going to take a breather, and I will be back in a few moments, so thank you. Out shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand painted, uh, hand designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece, unique to your own taste. Check out shoes by Shay on Facebook again. That's shoes by Shay on Facebook.
This is just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise with no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times that I've used to make it right A chance meeting in a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to
back live, everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm the host, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor here in Michigan and relationship and sex specialist here. You can join me on the live chat with the show's own app and also on Spreaker or Spreaker.com. I want to give a shout-out to PodcastDetroit.com. <laughs> Make sure you check them out, all the shows, a variety of shows, schedules at PodcastDetroit.com. And a little reminder as well, I am actually doing a single seminar, right? Ooh, Finding the Relationship You Desire. Uh, that's going to be here, downtown Detroit, in the Penobscot Building on November 21st. It's going to be from, it's a Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So it's not that early in the morning, people, so you can still... Uh, Go out party hardy Friday night and still get up in time. <laughs> Come downtown. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Very insightful to help single people up there get more maybe self esteem, more self aware. Maybe what they can do to increase their chances of finding that special someone for the rest of their life and be happy together. And also at the same time get more confidence and more aware, more comfortable in their own skin, right? More at ease, not a fearful of being rejected and all that stuff. Um, you're going to be more comfortable. Go out there. If someone, you know, ask somebody out, ladies, you can ask people out too, big time, right? And you can go, and if you get rejected, just peace out. No big deal. Instead of Getting to the point where, oh, my God, I got rejected, I'm crushed, I'm this, I'm ugly. No, 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 no. I want you to help and be able to move beyond that, like, real quick, okay? So I'm going to help that. There's going to be a huge dynamics uh, going on and hopefully uh, be able to inspire you and Get your own essence going out there for look for people. And it's very, we're going to talk about even, you know, how many people have been burnt before and maybe gone through a messy divorce or been cheated on, messed with, maybe domestic violence situation. All these are going to encompass, it's going to help you become the person you want to be and find that healthy person that possibly you can love and love you forever. Or is that? too long. How many people out there don't ever want to be with someone forever? That just maybe irks them, makes them want to puke. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, give me a call. 313-614-9498. And on the Finding a Relationship You Desire, a single seminar, check out my Facebook. You can also look up at Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E dot com for tickets. Tickets are on sale now. They are $30 uh, for three hours, so that's not, not that bad. There'll be coffee, tea, probably water, and I am working on, I know it's early in the morning, people, but if, for those that want uh, alcoholic beverages <laughs> to calm your nerves, I'm working on possibly a cash bar. I can't afford um, the pay for booze for everybody. I might be able to have like one drink, but we'll see how it goes, okay? And But make sure you check it out. Uh, it's posted up on Facebook. 
Instagram, Twitter. Uh, trying to think what else. Oh, and I'll have to put it up on my website as well, theartofrelationships.org. We're talking about, you know, before you move in together, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, before you move in together, some maybe do's and don'ts and looking at, you know, looking at yourself and looking at being able to get rid of eggshells, don't have eggshells on topics, uh, then you move in together. No, you need to work on those so you don't have eggshells before you get married, before you move in together. I want those maybe dissipated, cut down a lot. Or if you're able to sincerely disagree and we're okay with with that with that subject and we respect each other, that's the huge thing, then that's fine. You know, go ahead about that. Now, uh, getting into not only living together, we're going to talk about a topic that is so still taboo, and it sort of it irks me and it bugs me in this day and age. And I posted a, a video about color differences and racial differences. It is so phenomenal that people want to, at this day and age, they still want to have a racial divide. And I'm not getting on a soapbox about this, but I want to get into a topic that might tick a lot of people off. I don't care. I want people to be more loving, and it shouldn't matter what race, what creed, right, that you are. I'm all about people accepting you for the character of the person you are and if two people love each other and they're from different races, who cares, right? You love each other. That should, and I think it's a lot easier nowadays than it was 10, 20, definitely 50 years ago. But I want you to accept the person, and I want you to check out, um, it's by Prince EA. Um, I shared the video right before the radio show started tonight. So it's on my Facebook page, Greg Dzinski. Um, Some people might hate it. They might want to keep it separate. Racial divide, you know, screw that. Then maybe you need to educate yourself and get real and wonder why, what's going on. Okay. But what about interracial dating or interracial marriage? How many people think it's gross, it's wrong? You're looking at the social stigmas going into it. And I, I'd love to hear your feedback about this and how many people out there are still against this. They think it's wrong. They think this, and we hear excuses, right, about the racial differences, cultural differences. Can you blend the two? Can two people say a black woman and a white guy, ah, be happy together, right? Oh, my God, they did this on the Jeffersons way back in the, what was I was a kid, and they were having the re- 70s, I think it was, early 80s maybe, um, 70s, early 80s, where the Jeffersons, right? Oh, my God, that was taboo, right? White guy married a white chick, or psh, black chick, sorry, <laughs> black woman, and, you know, love each other and all this. She wore the pants in the family, but that, I mean, that doesn't matter. They love each other, try to, especially in those times, and being able to, Work with that diversity, right? I'm all for that. If two people love each other and they connect each other, it shouldn't matter on the race. And I think a lot of people, I would like to say most people are like this, but I'm not, you know, I'm not naive. I know there's still people in, of 
both, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if they're Indian, Asian, black, right, they all, oh, God, I got to marry within my race or be with somebody in my race. My question is why? Because most interracial dating situations where you talk about cultural differences, are they really that cultural, you know, stigmas? I get that, right? But are they all more about social stigmas? And you're worried about what his family, what her family, not to mention, oh, my God, what if you have a gay or lesbian couple and they're interracial dating? <gasps> oh, my God, how shameful, right? This day and age, I want people, if you love somebody, it shouldn't matter on the racial elements, right? And there's a lot of challenges that I'm not naive. I don't, you know, there's still a lot of ignorant people out there, uneducated people that, because something's different, it's wrong, it's not right. You should stay within your own religion, your own race, your own creed, your own... Why? If you really love somebody or drawn to each other and you want to learn about them, shouldn't you love that person for the, you know, for the character of they are? And it was just ironic, and I, I, I can't say enough about the videos. Make sure you check it out on my Facebook. It's just about love. And, you know, the person we are, if we look at our bodies, and I love this analogy, if we love each other. You know, our bodies are like our car. Ooh, if you look at it, but the inside of the car, it doesn't matter if it's a Buick, Chevy, Dodge, GM, Chrysler, whatever, or is it about what that car is about? And I'm not talking money. I'm not talking materialistic, whatever. Are you talking about, or, you know, is it the clothes you wear, right? Or is it the person you are, the character, what makes up you. And it's about labels, right? Do we want labels? Do we need labels, right? Why, why do we have so many labels to differentiate? Like I said, I really believe our government and a lot of our politicians, they want racial divide. They don't want us, right? Divide and conquer, right? They want that division, so we become, you know, we stay weaker as a people, as a nation. We need to come together. We need to be more stronger as a nation and get rid of racism as a whole. But I want to get on the subject, you know, about interracial dating. Are, would you date someone that is out of your race? Would that be ew, gross? Would that be unrealistic? Would that just freak you out? Um, maybe you're not, I, I get it. We're not attracted to certain people. I, I'm a guy, you know, even I get accused. Yeah, Greg, you're shallow, whatever. Shame on you. You're, uh, you know, a professional counselor. Shame on you. You should be attracted to anyone. We all have, I'm laughing, but it's happened quite a few times, but you look at the dynamics of we're attracted to certain people. doesn't matter what race they are. Maybe we find someone attractive and we want to get to know them regardless of their race. Now, you know, if it comes into the character essence and the personality of that person, right, why can't it be just that? 
And can you, if you're attracted to someone and you're dating interracially, can you focus on that? I'm not saying, you know, be naive in how you're going to handle those elements. Can you just say piss off to your family member and they say piss off to their family? We love each other. Screw you. If you don't support us, we're going to be around people that love and that want us to succeed, want us happy together. Those are the people you want in your corner, right? And there's a huge, I get it, there's a huge tug of war. My mom raised me, right? Single mother raised me. I can't just, because she wants me to date in my race. And we get, you know, this goes for Middle Eastern, ooh, right? Maybe Asian, black, white, Indian, Native American. Why doesn't matter? Diversity, even genetic pool, right, makes you healthier when there's more of a genetic diversity. People know that because, right, same races. The Egyptians sort of lost power, died off because they kept, do I want to say inbreeding, that genetics, they did not get so diverse. So they would have disease set in, genetic diseases, abnormality set in, and it would die off and kill off the race. So more diversity is genetically tends to be more healthier, <clears throat> believe it or not. So what would it take, you know, would it take, not if you're, I'm not saying you have to date interracially, but what would it take for you to be okay with that? If you saw a friend that dated this or that, would you be able to look at if they're happy? If that person is treated well by that person, regardless if it's a white and a black, Asian and a white, Indian and a black, would it matter to you as long as they're treated well and they're a good person, right? We don't want our friends. We don't want family members messed up with someone that's going to treat them like crap or, um, you know, oh, they're lazy, they're, they don't want to work, they're la- that shouldn't matter. There's white people that are lazy, black people, it shouldn't matter. You base it on the character of the person, right, not the color of their skin. And what would it take for you to look at if you are dating interracially now, um, you know, I'd love to hear the struggles and, you know, what, you're, what you've endured. And if, that, if you're strong enough or if that has pulled you apart, right? My number again, 313-614-9498. I'm trying to figure out where everybody is this evening, okay? Um, Wednesday night, hump night. Maybe they're humping around. Anyways, you're, <laughs> you're looking at... You know, when, you know, even when you move in together, throwing that in, when you're, you know, interracial, um, dating or marriage, whatever, it can't it be just about you two and the love of you. And oh my God, and they think, right? We throw it, oh my God, if they have kids that are interracial, most interracial kids, oh my God, they're beautiful, right? Very attractive people. You look at, are you able to, Get rid of that and worry about you. Now, oh, my God, we're married. We live together in a ratio. And you move into a neighborhood that is very <clears throat> conservative or do I want to say snobby? And that has nothing to do with money or wealth or whatever. I'm just saying very conservative, maybe um, very snooty, very 
<clears throat> traditional. And are you worried about moving into a neighborhood like that? And they're going to frown upon you. They're going to, you know, the stairs and all this stuff. And I tell people in these situations, you know, if they stare or whatever, man, just freaking start making out in front of them, right? <laughs> We're happy. You know what? You need to get a life. You need to be able to mature enough on an emotional level and look at two people love each other. That's all that should matter. They treat each other well. They raise their kids good. If they have kids, right, that that's what matters is the essence of the person, not the color of the skin or what you wear, right? What I mean, what you wear means that it's the body. It's the color of the skin. It's not the soul and the character of who you are. And what would it take for you to sort of open up your eyes? And that's all that matters is you have two people that live together. shouldn't matter what if there are different races, right? They love each other. That's all that matters. And how can we support diversity um, and be okay with it and expand and sort of mature and get with it to get rid of racism and get rid of the... Oh, the ass nine aspects that you're judging people based on the color or the creed that they are. Um, I think that might be enough, and that's going to, I know some people don't want that, but I want to bring out, you know, a more loving, more caring, more compassionate world for each other and forget about the, the racial divide, okay? So hopefully the show this evening, you're able to look at you know, a lot of insights that are going to help you out and maybe give you things to think about when you see not only, you know, interracial couple walking down the street or whatever, it shouldn't matter. Do you look and say, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Someone that says that needs to be kicked right in the crotch, okay? I'm going to be honest, you know. <laughs> you know, that's just naive. It's stupid. It's just, it's childish. I'm going to mention that and I get how you're raised forget about that and also about giving you some insights to look at before you move in together okay and when you live together how do you handle those situations okay um thanks for listening everybody like I said this show tell your friends it'll be simulcasted Sunday night at 9 p.m eastern now it's standard time yeah eastern standard time um at 9 p.m at podcastdetroit.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Everybody have a very nice hump night Wednesday. Peace out and much love to everybody out there, okay? And I will talk to you very soon. Pay attention to my Facebook, Greg Dzinski, for all maybe events that are going on, the single seminar I have going on, my book sale. Make sure that ebook is still free for another day and you don't need a kindle device so go on amazon download your free copy and i'd love to hear reviews on the book um pros cons if you liked it didn't like it uh i'd love to hear feedback okay again everybody have a nice evening this is the art of relationships radio show much love take care art of relationships radio show is copyrighted no one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself greg dzinski or the art of relationships i'm matt abdu executive chef and owner of pig beach barbecue in new york city 
Like you, I'm spending more time at home right now, and that means more time cooking for my family. I'm excited to partner with Prairie Fresh to bring you delicious meal ideas inspired by their quality pork, including what's in your pantry, various ways to use leftovers, and even kid-friendly recipes. Because you want to make more than a meal. You want to make a meal time together. Check out my easy recipes on the Making Meal Times page at prairiefresh.com.